Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. Welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network, powered by Omaha Audio. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Tuesday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs, fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this disaster of a show. And joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek, Martin Weiss. You know, Sheck, about a quarter century ago, our dear pal, Josh Gardner, the J-Man, the G-Man, asked us, how are you going to beat the heat? And... As far as I'm concerned, it's a query that still remains unanswered. Um, you guys must be frying in the valley and in Hollywood. I almost passed out for a half hour, 80 degree weather walk just now. How you how we beat in the heat, guys? What we need is I just became aware that back in the 60s around uh, city neighborhoods, they used to have something called mobile pools provided by cities or maybe states. Like big, emptied out 18 wheeler kind of shaped things. With a pool inside. That's what we need. We need just those driving down every street in America. Whoever makes this uh, will be those. our next president. I can assure you. I remember do the right thing with the fire hydrants and everything like that. That was uh, that 60s, that 70s, that's 80s. Martin, what about you? I'm not beating the heat. I'm losing. <laughs> I'm getting really? I'm, It's got to be 15. Wave the flag. Uh, I'm getting my ass kicked, Sal. It's. It's got to be 15 degrees hotter up here than it was like just 30 minutes away. It's incredible. <laughs> I know. I lived here for five years. No air conditioning. Never bothered. Never felt anything about it. Here? Oh, yeah. my God. I just ordered an industrial size fan to get here tomorrow. Well, I'm going to have to do the same. Yeah, I I don't have air conditioning either. We're in a monster um, argument fight here, battle with the city uh, over permits, and it doesn't look like we're going to win. So we're 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 not going to beat the heat. The Iconos, the L.A. Iconos of 2020. Is this I was thinking about this, including yes. Alaska, even. Is this the first thing, you know, we talk a lot or at least the news talks a lot about the division in our in, in our country is uh, mm -hmm. is the heat. Are we 50 states over just boiling over right now? Are we all, is there any Basically. respite from it? Like if you went to the, to the top of the Rocky mountains, would it be like 60 mm. and, and pleasant up there? Or I feel like every corner is scorching right now. Right. David. Yeah, it is. It's interesting because a couple months ago, it was only like one place, right. like only Florida parts of Florida that were warm. Um, but go ahead, Martin. What I got a buddy in Vegas. Her air conditioning <laughs> went out. 94 yeah. inside at Ooh. one o'clock in the morning. Ooh. All right. She's dead, right? She's I got dead. a buddy. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Sad. Very I sad. I got a buddy in Dallas. He hasn't seen less than 97 in in like the mm -hmm. month of July. It's it's yeah, it's yeah. been incredible. Well, listen, the good news, guys, is we're getting there because the heat, right? The summer heat. You hear about NFL holdouts. You know it's close. We're, you know we're right around the corner. We're going to talk about these holdouts from running backs, that situation. We're going to talk about Carlos Alcaraz's performance at uh, Wimbledon, Major League Baseball, pennant races heating up. Uh, not for our teams, but uh, we're, there were no one to be found. But let's start with spaghetti and meatballs. They did it again. They drove out to the Big A and saw their Yankees lay another Big egg and Otani crushed one right, right oh, in their face, right in Spaghetti's face to do it 
to make that matters even worse. I want to hear all the details. I want to just say before they begin, I want to tip my cap to the both of them because they have proven now for all of time they ain't front runners. They're loyal. They're losing. These are dark Mm. times for Yankees fans. Now, please take it away. Spaghetti did say a year ago, he's like, I will not be making that pilgrimage on a summer Tuesday to Anaheim. I'm not doing it again. And he he was right. It was a Monday this time. But Spaghetti, (laughs) you have not seen them win in Anaheim since... uh, what the Carter administration? I, I think so, what yeah. Barack Obama was probably in office. I was underage. That's less than <laughs> the Yankees win in person. I mean, a couple months back, uh, I believe it was in May, myself, Meatballs, Jada, went to Dodger Stadium. Big loss. Yeah. Uh, only loss of the series. Yankees actually won that series. Okay, last year, <laughs> right. we go to Angel Stadium. Uh, the Yankees lose that game. Garrett Cole, awesome game pitching. It was a 2 nothing game, and then the same thing happened. Shohei Otani hit a three-run bomb in the seventh or eighth inning, and then the Yankees could not score one run to uh, to move ahead, so that was a loss. And then plus, before that was all the, the COVID nonsense. So I literally have not seen a Yankees win uh, in Los Angeles or Anaheim, Orange County, since Didi Gregorius was shortstop for the Yankees. Wow. Ran wow. Eric Jeter, so it's been terrible. Um, but me and Meatballs decided that, you know, we keep bringing Jada. So she's no longer allowed mm. to come. Oh, wow. But it's not only just that. I think <laughs> I'm actually going to take the ring back because, look, if I could trade <laughs> if I could trade this ring for a Yankees ring, I, I'll, I'll do that. Um, the game itself is just, I mean, you, you finally have Luis Severino pitching a, a gem. Like his ERA was like nine um, and he had an bold. awesome game. Uh, like, I mean, his yeah. his fastball, I mean, you know, Meatballs is saying his fastball is too straight, but his slider was really working. Awesome game by him. Um, the offense, though, is just it's so it's like the entire Angels team is batting over the best batting average on the Yankees. Um, you know, only, yeah. you know, Peraza got on base five times. Great game by him. Rizzo hasn't hit a ball since late March. It's just been it's been brutal. Then Otani hits that home run and people are complaining about should he have been even pitched to. But he was down in the count. It was one, two. And then King serves right. up a fastball thigh high across the, the plate. It's like. Throw him two straight junk balls, make him chase something. And before you have to actually <clears> challenge him. And then if you walk him, you walk him. Uh, so I don't agree with walking before the, the before the at bat started. So um, and then he flips the bat, which he'll have to learn when he's a Yankee. You can't really do that. You can't really be a showboat. That's not really part of this game. And then once they were the Yankees are... on a horse and Reggie Jackson dancing around this. <laughs> he'll, learn. he'll learn when the pinstripes are on. He'll learn. Um, but once. Wow. I like that. He's already. The Yankees okay. are uh, since 2020. They are the worst extra innings team in baseball, and this season they have the most ninth inning losses. So the Yankees, once it gets later in the game, they're terrible, which is surprising because their bullpen's been great. Um, and then the offense mm-hmm. is nowhere to be found. They have, you know, the the whole John Carl Stan hits that bomb uh, a foot away from going uh, out of the park. And they decide to do a double steal, which, you know, screws the runners from scoring there. They had, they couldn't tag up. They would have actually been ahead. They would have won the game. It's just so many little like minuscule things you hyper focus on because the team as a whole is so bad without judge. And um, it's just, it's miserable. And uh, I, you know, the thing that also really stinks, they're 50 and 45, (laughs) they would be uh, like in contention to win, they'd be leading the AL Central. Yeah. So there's a little bit of hope, which right. really bugs yeah. all the fans. But things are things are not good, and I'm sorry for this. 
Yeah, you're still like even odds to make the playoffs, I think, on Caesars last time I checked or yesterday I checked. But wow, there's so much to dive into the Shaq. I'll I'll let you uh, go first. But it seems like the engagement is over between um, Eddie and the lovely Jada. But uh, you you hit whatever you want out of what he uh, just laid well, out. Well, I, I, I think to make it, you know, I've said for 15 years now that it would be a better sports world if we didn't have general managers for individual teams within one sports town, but a general manager to oversee all that's where legal leagues, the, the fantasy idea mm-hmm. came from in my brain, at least. Um, wouldn't that be not, like, maybe you could plug, take some of that Yankees loot and give it to Saquon Barkley. You know, I think that maybe that would make things a little more palatable to New York based sports fans. But right. right now, I mean, the big takeaway is what we've learned from, from Eddie Spaghetti is his pecking order goes Pearl jam, <laughs> seeing Pearl jam live over the Yankees winning a world series in second place, but still on the winner stand at number three, getting married to Jada. So she, I mean, she's not completely off the board. You know, she's just, I don't know. We haven't talked giants. We haven't talked Rangers, right? What are you talking? She might be fifth or sixth. Well, my old man, this is true. Aunt Roberta once came with us, you know, at the back end of the seventies to the, the super Steelers came to three river stadium with us for for one game the Steelers lost that game Aunt Roberta was banned from coming to Three River Stadium with us forever so maybe Mm. Spaghetti's right on it's a it's it's a little harsher since he's engaged to Jada but listen he's a loyal fan well she I I imagine (laughs) she probably hasn't seen them win either with Eddie there so maybe she goes without him and maybe they don't sit this I I don't know I mean I think she can make the same claim but all right uh, Martin you have anything that I mean we haven't even gotten into food or traffic or anything like that those are my favorite (laughs) parts of this thing I just want to say I fully fully respect the idea that he might turn back one ring to get the, the 28th one because yeah the girl I was dating at the time of the Rams Saints uh, NFC Championship game, she got up, took Uh-oh. a phone call with like seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. At which point, mm. that, that drive with Breeze occurred, and Tom Lee Lewis and Nicole Orobi Coleman, and I never looked at her the same. And at that point, what mm-hmm. I really should have did was I should have got out then, but then I just waited a little too long, and eventually I was able to escape. But Eddie, I appreciate the idea that you're already considering (laughs) cutting off already because, you know, this thing could drag on. You don't want to become the Mets. Martin, are you suggesting that she got on the phone and called the head of officials and said, don't call pass interference. Whatever you do in the next few minutes is going to be a blatant pass interference call. You can't, you can't, uh, no flags. When when she was (laughs) in the room, everything was going great for the Saints. As soon as she left. Things started going left. And I said, look, from now right. on, you got to make a decision. Either you're in or you're out. <laughs> Either you're in <laughs> She's or out. you're out. And you know what? She chose out. I think this is. Meatballs, what time? What? What? How long did it take you to get there? And and out and, and stuff like that. I think it was an hour each way. Am I right, Eddie? Not okay. bad. Wasn't Not terrible. Bad. No, the way there is probably Not closer to 90, but it wasn't too, uh, getting home was a breeze. And getting out of the lot was fine too, because to me that's it takes longer than even getting home a lot of times. I mean, it wasn't fine. We were upset, but in terms of uh, distance, yeah, no, 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 the, no. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good. We, yeah. How was the home, crowd yeah. on the way home? We uh, yeah. listened to WFAN in complete silence for about an hour. So that's that's how it was. <laughs> 
<laughs> Jada was completely silent for an hour listening to FAN. I don't Shockingly. believe it. The crowd was it. mostly Yankees fans, too. I know <laughs> nice. Check ass. It was mostly Yankees fans. We were sitting in the right field. Um, shout out to Parlay Kid Sounded for like hooking it. us up. Very nice of him to do that. And I think a lot of the Yankees fans were expecting, obviously, when you buy these tickets, that Aaron Judge will be the right fielder. So everyone was ex- wanted to sit yeah. near him. But mostly it was yeah, mostly right. Yankees fans and then a ton of fans uh, from Japan to come just to see Otani, a lot of big signs and everything. Amazing. So, which is pretty cool. But, um, if, you know, uh, I don't know. I'm do we need, uh, that do we need that? That, that's mental torture. I think, I think that's uh, child abuse setting you up for tickets like this, but <laughs> yeah, uh, another loss. If Go they ahead, trade Jeff. Otani, as I said last week, I still don't think they're going to because of the message it sends to their fan base, which is we're out of it. We're a mid-level team trying Man. to compete. We've you labeled ourselves Los said. Angeles. Their fan base is Yankees fans and Japanese people. They don't well, have that, a What fan I was going to say is, I, this is another one. I'm not big on moving franchises <laughs> that are tentpole franchises. In this, uh, do we need a team in Orange County? We have one in LA. We have one in San Diego. Move them to Portland or whatever. Um, here's a thought. I think it's funny that spaghetti and meatballs have to drive out there every year. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't, I don't, yeah, we don't need. They could go anywhere. What I guess. about, uh, here's the thought <laughs> experiment for you. I, I know she's been declared mid uh, on the internets, but Margot yeah. Robbie, you know, love potion number nine, you know, like it, what oh. if I could, if I had the power, I had love potion number nine and I could make her drink it and she would fall for you, but good for the next, like a period of the next three years or whatever. The only requirement hmm. is you have to root for her favorite <laughs> teams against your teams. Would you be willing to do that? Well, she's a. Uh, you're talking to me. Whoever. I mean, I can get any mid out there. I can get a lot of mids. Right? Okay, she's I not, thought we agreed that Margot Robbie special. is at the top of the heap here. But uh, <laughs> she is. She is. That's ridiculous. Uh, I'm a killer. All right. Come on. You, come on. You know. You know, Martin. What do I have to explain to this guy? No, I'm not. Uh, I got to root for my. A lot teams. of guys That's do that. A lot of people do that. They're yeah. like, it's cute. Like, well, no, but I married into. Yeah. I married into a Rangers yeah. family. So what am I gonna do? Go. Go rags. Like I would never do that. It would be like, I don't listen. I'm, there's no chance I'm doing that. Like, Hey, go Ravens. I know it's crazy, but that's my wife. Well, there's no chance. Margot Robbie's going to uh, submit herself to you either. So I just yeah, gave her love no potion number nine, this. friend. Love <laughs> oh, potion number sorry, 66. <laughs> Speaking of let's, let's do this. We, uh, baby face, Joel Solomon's been pushing on this on us for uh, weeks now. Otani closest to the pin home runs. We did this for judge. I think meatballs was maybe closest. Cause uh, I think he went 63, maybe spaghetti. Did you have 62? Exactly. I'm not sure with, uh, with, um, judge last year, but anyway, he has 35 in 95 games. I think he's on pace for 60. Martin, go first. What do you say? How many does he end up with? 57. Whoa, I took my number. Okay. Wow. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm taking that's 57. Heinz. You, got, you can't, t- can't, Slows you down can't a take bit. his Heinz 57. Yeah. All right. Shaq, you're going 57 nah, I guess half? I'll go Lambert know. What do you want then? 58. Sorry, Larry Hagman <laughs> uh, in your world. Or Mike Hagman. I always call him Larry. Wow. Larry well, Hagman, Mike Hagman. I'm sorry. Yes, 58. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, well, I think I'm, uh, I didn't even mean to here, but I think I'm going Randy White, 54. Wow. I'm going low. I think he tails off. I think he, who knows what, the, if he changes teams, what this does to the uh, the whole record chasing thing. But uh, I'll say 54. 
What do you say, uh, Spaghetti? Um, I'm actually going to pick 54. I think I'll, I'll go with 56, Lawrence Taylor's number. Uh, if we're going to assign numbers to that. I think he has 19 <laughs> home runs in like 31 games. That's an insane streak. He will cool down. Yeah. Um, and especially if he does, you know, if he, and I don't want to say this, but if he does get injured, he is pitching a lot. He could get injured. Uh, if he does get moved, who knows? Mm-hmm. So I, I think, you know, an extra 20, 19 home runs sounds about right. 21 home runs. So I'll go at 56. Okay. Um, meatballs? I'll go high. I'll go 61. That's Whoa, smart. That's right. a smart you that's last how you play the game. It's like Price Good. is Right style. Right. All right. Uh, Babyface, you could have 59, and then you'll be you're right in there. Gensel. Ham. Oh. He doesn't want to participate. Oh, oh there he is. Okay. No, I was trying to think of good 55s. There's Dikembe Matumbo. There's Junior Seau. That's not what I'm worried about. I was thinking of a good <laughs> What about Joey Porter, <laughs> you bum? Oh, my God. It doesn't. None, none of this really had to do with any of what we're doing here. <laughs> but uh, you don't have to find somebody with the jersey of the number that we're all going to forget Hideki about. Matsui. <laughs> uh, 55, Joel? I think 55. I'm going 55. Jack Del Rio. <laughs> Jack Del Rio. Okay, there you go. Hey, you know what I wanted to ask you guys? We're all transplants, whatever. We all root for different names. Who's your favorite California team? Shaq. Oh, this is a fun question. I love this. I've had different eras. I I know you don't need an involved answer. You're getting one anyway, friend. In the early part (laughs) of this millennium. When I arrived, mm-hmm. I was when I arrived in LA in '99. I was on a heater. Wherever Damashek went, NBA titles followed. I was there mm-hmm. for pretty much all of Jordan's titles Lakers. in Chicago. Then, I, as soon oh, as I, I moved yeah. to LA, coincidentally, I don't know, Shaq, Kobe, those guys start winning all the titles. I was on. I mean, for like a decade, wherever I was. There went the title. <laughs> um, I really liked Shaq as a player, as a personality and everything else. Once he left, I kind of lost my way with the Lakers. Then I really got into Chavez Ravine, the delight, the, the you know, the quintessential SoCal experience of sitting on a, on a lovely summer's day in Chavez Ravine mm-hmm. and looking at those hills out over the outfield wall. I've also had nice times at UCLA and USC games. I guess Dodgers. Well, it's different. I guess Dodgers. The, the arena. I don't love that. Which, which team? I don't love them. Yeah, I, Dodgers. I'm fine. I don't hate the bottom line mm. is I don't hate any LA team. I do like the well, Chargers. Dodgers would make sense because you kind of like them. You root for the you root for the Pirates the least, so you don't you feel like you're not uh you know you're not betraying the allegiance Baseball, of the Pirates. Baseball, the not everyday, that you root for them the least, summertime, but always yeah. on. Okay. Yes, you tend to vibe to the local team in baseball more than you do yeah. the other sports. So yeah, Dodgers. Martin, what would you say? Mine's the Dodgers too, but I I definitely hate some LA teams. Like I hate the Rams. I hate the Rams and mm-hmm. I hate how nobody well, here you even knows they exist. Like I can't stand yeah. it. At, yeah, like good. at least when you walk into like Marshalls, you see Chargers jerseys on discount. You know what I'm saying? You know that they're there. Right. They're here in the city. Yeah. The Rams may right. as well be in witness protection. Because you don't ever see anything about the like the only Rams things you see maybe is uh, uh like a Jalen Ramsey or Todd Gurley uh, poster in a convenience store that just hasn't been changed out. They hmm. may as well not even mm-hmm. exist. When it went to the Super Bowl, the only way that you could tell that Los Angeles had a team in the Super Bowl was because Randy's donuts changed the donut from brown to to yellow and blue. If the Dodgers were in the Mm -hmm. World Series, in fact, when the Dodgers were in the World Series, it was COVID. And you could still feel across the entire city that everybody was watching the Dodgers. Like, when LeBron got here, 
It was the, the summer of, well, he's not Kobe, or he's going to take us to the promised land. Everybody was locked in. But the Rams, no one here even gives a damn about the Rams. And it's all part of the NFL yeah. trying to make L.A. happen, and then they should just stop. So, but I like the Dodgers. By the way, I was thinking about that, and Sheck and uh, Scott Pianowski and Eddie Spaghetti on minus three, they go over the um, top draft picks. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say I know, it's wrong. hard to uh, state, what, the isn't best it? Number, yeah, what, what is it? Yeah, it's uh, the, the best – the best player at each draft slot numbered draft pick. In the four yeah, major draft sports. Slot. Right. One through 30, four major sports. Anyway, Aaron Donald, of course, came up in the conversation. And I was thinking about it. Like, is he screwed being in the L.A., the number two market, the number one market, depending on how you – could there have been like six other teams, Martin? If Aaron Donald was a giant, would he be closer to Lawrence Taylor? Um, I yeah, think – hmm. like, You think, know what I'm saying? I think if Aaron Donald played like – even in like Atlanta, like a, or just like a, like yeah, a team right. that people, like a city that people seem to care a, a, a bit bear. More. If it was a Chicago oh, bear, yeah, for absolutely, sure. yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, so uh, that was uh, something just interesting. Look at, look at Chris Jones in Kansas yeah. City, like you know what I'm saying. Just in terms right. of the, the 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 awareness that they have of Chris Jones in mm-hmm. that city, he's a major Kansas City star. It is yes. ironic, Spaghetti. obviously, second biggest yeah. uh, market in in the country, yeah. and it does feel like you're under the radar in part because. The two pro it is weird that they doubled down in Los Angeles. No football for 20 something years. Now take two at one time and then oh, yeah. choose. It's super weird. As we've talked about the Rams went all in to get that Lombardi and it barely registered in Los Angeles for most. I know then Rams people all jump in. And when I badmouth the ducks and like, who cares about the Anaheim Ducks? Oh, I care. Well, I understand there are people who care. I'm talking about percentage. Well, there's different types of apathy. Like, right. they sell out still. Right, right? but I'm like, talking I don't about know. Like, uh, consuming like, uh, the market yeah. and the vibe and all that, and it's hard yeah. to do in L.A. But what's weird is for most sports fans from other parts of the country is NFL is is not even in the top three. La- this is a Lakers mm. town, number one. Dodgers, yes. probably two. No, it's Dodgers. No, 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 no. It's Dodgers number one. No, no. Shaq, there's twice, there's three times as many people available to fit in the stadium. That alone means that it's it it has to be Dodgers. Well, that's it it is. That doesn't make that doesn't Sure, that it doesn't does. make it. Well, they're selling out every day of the summer, and they got a billion. You know, it's not like no. But I, I, that, that, I think of course you, that has to count. I don't know how you would gauge this, like intensity of fandom. Like Lakers are, they rule L.A. the sports scene. Then the Dodgers. Maybe USC, and here's what's going to really dent both those NFL teams, is mm-hmm. if USC in year two with Rink, Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams, if they really do become a consistent power from September through December, they are going to overshadow the NFL teams even more than they already do. I mean, the only thing I those two know. NFL teams have had going for them is that USC has been kind of irrelevant itself. What's going to happen the when the NFL that team... succeeds by accident? They are, they're oh, they'll still be full because of, of all the stuff visiting you're fans. Talking about. Yeah. 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 Babyface, what do you say? It's Dodgers, right? For the number one team in, in town. Yeah. I think the Dodgers. Yeah. If you drive yeah. through LA, I mean, from Los Feliz all the way over to Manhattan Beach and mm-hmm. north and south, you'll see Dodger flags everywhere. And I think mm. more Dodgers stuff in general, but yes, I mean, Laker, this town catches Lakers fever for, for sure, but win mm. or lose, it's a Dodger town. Yeah. 
Um, now, Spaghetti, you put this in the chat, and I had I thought of this right right when he was saying it. Go ahead. You jump in here with this Well, Shaq I said there's, there's no other team that Shaq could pick besides the Chargers. I mean, I think, that, I <laughs> yes, think Shaq likes the Chargers right now more, than, more than the Steelers. So oh, I'll pipe down. That's ridiculous. It's I, I think you're right. It really doesn't even make sense that he likes them because they're not like a gritty team. I think they're like 31st and 29th in defense against the run. Like, that's not even his style of team, but he loves, loves these Chargers. When I was listening to uh, other an otherwise perfect podcast, couple of podcasts with uh, used spaghetti and Scott Pianowski to check about the, the numbers and how they were drafted to put Justin Herbert in the conversation of the guys who were drafted sixth. I mean, you have got to be kidding I just me. Uh, with his name. Larry I Bird and float him out of there. Float him out. He should float not be back. in there. Enough <laughs> of Justin Herbert. Give me a break. Do something, Justin Herbert, first well, before you get that. All last the year and he went to the playoffs in. anyway. All right. Uh, has he been around 15 years? Like how I many good years did he have? I didn't even begin like the, to suggest that Justin Herbert should be. I, I just wanted to. Well, you mentioned his name. Like, I don't know. I, I, whatever. All right. It's fine. It's fine. But the Chargers are good your uni- team. Well, I would they have say, good uniforms. That's why, Sal. That's the answer. I'm gonna, aside from the Islanders, I'm going to root for the Kings every time. And I think it's a great experience when you go. Mikey Meatballs, I think you're going to say nobody. You're going to say um, maybe there's like a wrestler for Cal Riverside, the 138 pounder or something. Do you, do you like a California no, team? No, I hate pretty much all California teams. Hmm. But if I had to pick, um, yeah, I guess I'll go with the least threatening, uh, maybe the Sharks, because the Islanders never seem to have a problem the with them. Sharks. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> all right. We got to get uh, we got to get meatballs to a San Jose Sharks game. Uh, Joel, did you answer? Did you say no, the Dodgers? No, it would be the Clippers for sure. I mean, that's the one team you, you, oh, you right, weren't right, like right. jumping yeah, on a okay. bandwagon. I mean, I... It, it's right. one of those things, no matter how much I, I want to like the Lakers, but I every t- when they're on, like I can't root for them. And also getting Clippers shoot tickets were way cheaper when I got. The yeah. Ticket. Was it? Well, the, no, the Shaq, the Shaq says the Shaq, Kobe, that those are, that was a fun team to root for to be in the area. If you didn't have, you know, competing interests. So, all right, there you go. We covered Sal, a lot. Sal, by the way, break. Wait, yes. uh, we watched uh, Bob Ori's big shot against the Sack Kings in game five. Was that whenever, yeah. whenever that was, we were in a bar, uh, the, you, me oh, and right, our yeah. pal Daniel. And uh, to celebrate, you stole his credit card without him uh, noticing, and you charged the entire bill to him and got each of us a T-shirt from that bar that day to remember the game. Oh, really? Yeah, very that nice was of my you. move. Thank you, Sal. <laughs> I should be in jail. That guy, to be honest, um, the, like if Ori had missed a shot, I probably would have done the same thing. So, but yeah, <laughs> uh, I like I like framing it in, the, in that it's a celebration of the big big what shot. What did you do, Bob. Sal? Uh, all right, let's take. <laughs> let's take a quick break and let's talk through this NFL mess when we get back. Why should you bet with Caesar Sportsbook? Two words, Caesar's rewards. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesars can offer. Hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, and more. It's not just an app, it's an empire. You must be 21 and older and physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. No one stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem, Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling, and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. 
Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All right, so running back. So the NFL this morning said they're doing away with the position. There's no tailback and there's no fullback. And there's just going to be the quarterbacks and be out. They're just going to be on the line. They're going to be blocking and they'll be, uh, they haven't come up with a name much like, you know, the guardians, I'm sorry, like the commanders and everything. They're going to come up with a name for the position um, in a few weeks, but yeah, it's uh it's grim for running backs. The giants and Raiders have failed to come to an agreement with uh, Saquon Barkley and Josh Jacobs. Now there's a viral tweet going around saying that kickers are paid more than running backs, which is not true. Um, just, you know, basically, Every team has four running backs. One or two of them are on special teams, but uh, and every team has one kicker. So that number is inaccurate. But I do feel bad for them. I see why they don't get long term deals. But, you know, the game hasn't changed. Their longevity hasn't changed. It's just unfortunate with these rookie deals and the ability to franchise tag these guys. They're kind of screwed, Shaq, right? Yeah, I compl- it really is one of those things. And it's an unsatisfying thing to to do in, in sports media when we're supposed to take a, a hard stance on one side or the other. But I see both sides of it. I, I mean, of course, those guys, you know, in terms of football justice and the toll that the game takes on them and everything else, they deserve it at least as much as anybody else, given the just the constant collisions that they're involved in, mm-hmm. but of course the constant collisions wear them out more quickly than any other position. So it's hard to justify right. for a team. The math is, as I said, I know it's now five years later from the Levy and Bell melodrama in Pittsburgh, but he was right. He did. He was getting way too many touches. He was not going to have a huge second contract if they continued to give him 300 touches. That was his side. The Steelers side is, yeah, of course, the, the you're going to, but because of the position you play, you're going to get worn out and you know, it's nihilistic, but that that's the business structure we're in here. Whoa. So the game, they offered him for the record. I think this is the inflection point where things could have been different. If he signs the five yeah, years, he set the whole thing back. That's why him being getting mouthy about it is really weird. He should uh, <laughs> apologizing to Steelers fans. He should apologize to the what running he backs. Mis- what he what, what his mistake was, as far as I can tell, he 
as recently as this morning is rebutting is is saying that un, untrue to this, but or or disagree. But five years, seventy million. Now it's not guaranteed because that's not the way the Steelers approached contracts under Kevin Colbert and generally don't. But they have a history of paying out the deal, whether it's guaranteed money or not. Bell wanted the hard right. and fast assurance: I'm getting this bank no matter what. And he had a chip on his shoulder, like man, you just gave me 40 carries in that freezing rain in KC and I don't feel good. And I feel like you're just running me into the ground for team success and I'm not getting compensated. So he was raw about all of that. And if he had it to do over again and you could have the benefit of saying like, look at the Steelers history, they're going to pay you more than you're going to get guaranteed. And by the way, you have to go to the bum jets to get it. Well, that, he yeah. done well, that's that. that would have so- made everything right. But five years later, I think it's kind of good that the, for the Steelers' sake that he didn't take that because the math should be. But not for the running back's sake. And right. I think that's what, and he's, 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 you know, he's preaching on behalf of running backs and they must be like, hey, go to hell with all this Bugs Life <laughs> stuff and what, who you are and flick in the, in the, you're the inventive ant and whatever, like uh, uh, enough of it already. Right. And Martin, I know you have a lot to say on this, but the running back position is um, you're just not paid for your past, you know, uh, what, what you've done great in the past. You're just not. It's just, an, honestly, I think it's an excuse for GMs to be bad team builders. Like, nobody blinks when Kenny Galladay is getting paid $70 million. Nobody, if you look, look at the teams in question. When you look at, like, the Raiders, mm. well, they're paying, where is it? Right? They, you know, they got Hunter Renfro's making $13 million. That's like $2 million per touchdown. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and he can't stay on the field. He fumbles all the time. Like, so, but it's like, nobody's like, you can't pay your backup wide receiver $13 million. Like Josh Jacobs is infinitely yeah. better than Hunter Renfro and, and is, has a better impact on the Raiders. We saw it last year. And then, you know, it's just like, it's just an excuse to me to be bad at this. Like to, to the idea that you can pay, you know, it was Evan Ingram going to be pulling like 13 million a year for a tight end. Like, I mean, I, Sure, if he's going to be one of the best three, four tight ends in the NFL, that's a great deal. But it, well, we how just- about this? Yeah, just just based on productivity, right? Because the, when I say the game hasn't changed, it's not like in 1990, everybody was getting 25 carries a game. And now in 2023, uh, the best running backs get four carries a game. Then I, a lot of right. this would make sense. You know what I mean? But it's not the case. There's still a major part. I guess passing's up, of course, over the last 20, 25 years. But they're a major part of the offense. So I get not giving somebody a long-term deal because they break down more frequently than they, than punters do or linebackers do or offensive linemen do. But for the time, they're, I don't care if their longevity is projected at six games. They should be paid a lot for those six games. They're still a major part of offenses. And especially if they're high level like Saquon Barkley and Josh Jacobs and my guy, Tony Pollard, who I'm lucky he already signed um, the uh, franchise uh, deal. But uh, these other two are out. Eddie, what do you do? Did the Giants do wrong by him? Well, uh, let me kind of think of my words carefully. The Giants did. They did not do wrong by him because they did give him fair offers. Uh, there was an offer midseason. They gave him was a three year deal, basically two years with an option. And the same thing in this offseason. The magic number was twenty two million because the ten million dollar tag that he's going to play on this year and then twelve million dollars next year. The Giants should have never and they didn't. Uh, go over that number. His guaranteed money should have stopped right before 22 million because what's the point if he just plays in the tag anyway? Um, the Giants did offer him a three-year deal, like two years with the option, which he should have taken. And I'm going to say this, like on the record, Saquon should have taken it. 
uh, three years from now, he's not mm. the same player. He is, has an injury history. He gets a lot of hits on his body. Uh, and that being said, he is one of the most talented players I've ever seen. He's one of the most talented players of the generation. He is the heart and soul of this team. And the team is much, much better with him. Daniel Jones is much, much better with him. But I think betting on himself, when you look at the, the comps, um, you know, a Tony Pollard or a Josh Jacobs, who you're talking about, they're both younger and have less injury history. Now, are they as good as Saquon? Not nearly, but I think that they at least like have some value down the road where his is going to come up really quick. He will play this year. He's not going to sit out. It does not do him any benefit to sit out. Um, so, I mean, yeah, the Giants with David Gettleman uh, of the past, they they would have overpaid him and they would have given him too much money and they would have been crushed for doing so. But Joe Shane, you can call him cold hearted or whatever, cold blooded, but he's he's making the smart decision and he knows that the Giants kind of have all the leverage here and it stinks. I love Saquon and I, I think the Giants need him. They're not going to be as good with Matt Breida or, or, you know, Eric Gray, who they drafted playing running back. They need Saquon. He could do it. He pass blocks. He catches the ball, obviously runs hard, but it's just one of those things you can't, you cannot hamstring your team with a massive contract with a guy who may get injured. When you give out, you just gave out Daniel Jones contract. You just gave out Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams a few years ago. Like you're going to have to pay uh, Andrew Thomas next year because of he's course. a premier left tackle. So there's too many. I, and I understand what Martin's saying. Yeah. A lot of it depends on what else exactly, is going on exactly. with the team. But in, in other words, you know, to put a pin in it, the Cowboys are suckers for uh, tagging. Pollard no, no, and no, having that's to pay the him way to do no. Well, that's a masterclass and uh, well, they're no. paying him. $10 million. Is they did it. I don't know no, where they, they should have did is they, they could have did it and they didn't. But when they signed Zeke to that big money, they should have kept Amari well, Cooper. No, I'm saying they could have kept Amari oh, Cooper. Yeah, I know. They oh, should have yeah, kept Amari yeah, Cooper. Spin this and out. all of a sure, sudden now, be cutting out now. But the story gets told as when you sign Zeke to this big money, now we have to lose your number one wide receiver. And it's not true. Right. It's so not Kansas I mean, State kids going to run for eighteen hundred yards. We're it's not right. based around yeah, ego, I don't think. But I mean, part of it's like like Christian McCaffrey's like he's these are the some of the most talented players in the NFL, regardless of position and being vexed and offended and all that mm. kind of stuff. But can anybody reasonably say I I listen? What Spaghetti said about Saquon Barkley just there, different and you know in the passing game and everything else, injury history. He's describing another number 26, five years ago, Levy and Bell. James Connor goes in there and a fair percentage. Of, you got to relate this to Disney movies. Otherwise, well, most, I don't know what you're talking most, about. Who's most who? people, Cars 2 wasn't as good as Cars 1. No, I don't know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the, um, you know, Levy and Bell was better than James Connor by a lot. And I can actually point out games in 2018 that, that, Levy and Bell, had he been in there, the Steelers win, go to the playoffs under a factor in January. Um, but you still can't reasonably, I don't think there's a good argument out there that I wouldn't rather have a dominant offensive line with a league average running back behind them versus a high-end running back in uh, behind a, a league sure. average O-line, right? And so that math, you know, plus that's five guys versus one guy. And now you start getting into all that. Like, what's the value of that one guy when you know you can kind of get by with a league average guy behind him. That, I mean, that's the math. I, I think the value thinks. is no long-term contracts. I get it. Running backs are what? 2.55 years now their career and everybody else is three, four, three, five, right in there. So, but give them what they're worth for a year. Give them. I know the agents don't want to sign one year contracts, but this is 
they're still valuable when they're out there. Barkley catching pads, like like Spaghetti says, like there's not 20 of these guys. There's no, five or six are, that we're Sal, talking about. They, this, I, this is what I've preached. Yeah. It doesn't make me right, but this is what I've I've believed for at least five years now. Use first round draft picks. I know that the wisdom is you don't do that. No, you do. Now you control him for five years at a reasonable number. Right. That's why this works for the him, management. And then for sure. six years, yes. seven years, if you tag him a second time. And that's that. Now, I mean, you know, if, he's, if things are going well, you, you you hold on to him for seven years. I get that it's an offense mm-hmm. relative to the rest of what it, their peers are making. Um, but I mean, that's but the again, solution. it all I mean, depends on your needs at the time. Then maybe you don't take a running back. Or you could just. Round. Or you could just draft a guy wherever, pay him, and have success, right? Because Alvin Kamara is the, the highest-paid running back right now. They've lived in the playoffs for almost the entirety. He's been in New Orleans. Christian McCaffrey, they just walked to the NFC Championship game with a guy named Josh Jacobs and Brock Purdy playing quarterback. Derrick Henry has ran through yeah. the AFC South. He was a second-round pick. And gotcha. like, I am saying, like, and Joe Mixon is the fourth-highest-paid running back. They've been in two of the last three AFC Championship games. And then Aaron Jones is the fourth and is tied for fourth. Again, I get like, but like, yeah, but in, say, in, of, of, that list, of that list, there's only yeah. like what two Hall of Fame quarterbacks that are will qualify in there. The thing that drives me nuts about this is when people go back down the Super Bowl list and they'll be like, oh, look, Isaiah Pacheco and Sonny Michelle and LeGarrette Blunt, ignoring the That's fact. That's what Shaq does. Well, it, it just ignores <laughs> the fact that go back to Le'Veon Bell before that. It ignores the fact that you all had first ballot Hall of Famers at quarterback at each of these stops, right? And in, and Dave, to your point, you think Matthew Stafford's in there too? So maybe you know what I'm saying. But I've wavered over the last year and a half on that on the Hall of Fame for but, Stafford stance. But, but yes, but if you don't have capital T, capital G, that guy at quarterback, it probably keeps you very competitive. If you have yeah. a stud running back, and we saw the, the 49ers almost went to the freaking Super Bowl, and you know, NFL, mm-hmm. Dave, I'm going to step on your toes for a second, because if Jimmy Garoppolo had completed that pass to Emmanuel Sanders, I wonder if we're even in the same spot with the whole, you could just replace your running backs, with because you like, was Patrick That's not my voice at have all. that extra title? Yeah, <laughs> uh, it is interesting, because the flip side of the way this is structured, screwing the running backs, the, the rookie contract, followed by the tag. That's what you said, Damage. That's how you do it. Get them on the rookie deal. Get them in the first round. Put a tag on them. They're screwed. And, Mark, you would think, because you're right, an elite quarterback is going to take his team far more times than not. You would think the elite quarterbacks would benefit, but it's really it's Kirk Cousins who benefits from this on the flip side of yes. the rookie contract deal. It really gets, gets paid and paid and paid and paid. So I don't know. You could take examples from all different buckets of how it works and how it doesn't work. Well, but, here's um, a, here, the only thing I'm sorry to belabor it, but one, yeah, the diminishment at running back by next year, we may well see Jada playing running back. It's it's, it's that it's really? that the, who's back there. Well, She's going to be going for a ring. Yeah. She's, she's going to want the have ring. to go to games. Anymore. She's not going to be tied up going to baseball games anymore. <laughs> she got free time on her hand. Right, to that's true. Learn the position of running true. back like uh, Ty Montgomery once did. Um, that, the the results are in though. I, I hear what you're saying, Martin, except for Zeke Elliott, David Johnson, Devontae Freeman, and who was the other guy who got the big deal back in that window right before Levy and Bell? Then Derrick Henry Fournette or oh no, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of who I'm no. forgetting. But anyway, um, then Levy and Bell happens, and you see what happened as soon as he goes to the Jets and beyond. That was a that was bad. The one guy who I would hold up. 
um, forever was was I was like, well, Derrick Henry keeps on rolling. That that long term second mm-hmm. deal doesn't look so bad now because he, to your point, Martin, was dragging that Titans team deep into the playoffs. I mean, they almost went to the Super Bowl because of Derrick Henry a couple few years ago. But even he's gotten got now in that second contract. They all wear out round five, year well, five to seven. This, They're done. Right. They're like they, Dave, they run this out. Is a nice, this is a nice your favorite team in yeah. LA, the Chargers are spending $43 million <laughs> between Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Neither one of them will play close to 17 games off a pass game. And history. they drafted two receivers. And they drafted two yeah. receivers. And everybody's like, well, you can't pay off the Eckler. Like, it's like, no, they're bad at building a team. They're bad at it. If they're yeah, you get stuck eventually because you're overpaying yeah. one yeah. aspect of your team. And so everybody's stuck at some point why they can't pay the running back. It's just weird that it's all falling on the running back. Shaq, you brought up Derrick Henry. Let's talk Titans. DeAndre Hopkins to the Titans. I'm not sure if this was the best move for Hop, but um, I think the Titans could be decent now. I don't usually like going there. They're over under on Caesars at seven and a half, and they have an O-line that's ranked, depending on who you read, 30th, 31st, 32nd. But I think this helps. Uh, did they screw up? Should they, you know, should they have just signed A.J. Brown and, and not drafted Burks and now done this with Hopkins? Like, maybe, but uh, that's a winnable division. And I don't want to count them out. I don't want to count Vrabel out. I think he can make adjustments to that old line and maybe get to eight wins. Why not? What do you think, Martin? You think the tight, even in the bum AFC South, I do. I, I just don't think that, I mean, look at their roster. So they're going to lose twice to the Colts, lose twice to the Tet. Like, I don't know. They'll, they'll be in it with everybody else. I mean, obviously you put your best foot forward. And so you roll with Ryan Tannehill, but I don't think the returns are going to be mm. great. Then again, we talk about Derrick Henry. If he can be returned to being the exception that proves the running back rule, which is don't pay him this deep into their career, that much bank. If he gets back on track, then in in that garbage division, I, I'm, it's I can't talk myself out of the Jags. The Jags are a legit roster that we don't buy because of the Jacksonville Jaguars running around there yeah. in their in their weird uh, aqua jerseys and and all and with the blue tongued cat and all that crap. We don't buy them because they don't feel for real. But Trevor Lawrence and uh, on down that that is a pretty formidable team. That all this talk about the Titans or otherwise, hey, maybe they can take that. No. The, the Jags are going to dominate that division. They should. Well, Titans have a, a um, they have a primetime game against the Steelers and number one rest advantage, Martin, for this Titans team. <laughs> yeah. I like them to get eight wins. I'm, I'm not eight? betting on wow. Mike. I'm not betting on Mike well, Vrabel seven nor Mike That's Tomlin to yeah. in seven to eight wins in a season. I think both of those guys, you know, they there just, go. the floor is high. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I expect them to, I would expect over seven and a half wins for Tennessee but I do think they would still miss the playoffs. Like, or not, uh, All right. I, I don't think they would, like, they probably wouldn't qualify. I, I like, you know, I, everybody's on Jacksonville. Indianapolis, I know they got a rookie quarterback. I don't like that team. And I know they got yeah. a rookie head coach. But they were so bad last year, down the stretch, because they were intentionally tanking. I feel like we got to look at that and take some side. of like the last nine games, they just quit. I think they're going to be pretty right. good. I don't know. You t- I mean, again, that's another one, Jonathan Taylor, right? Yeah. It all depends. Like, uh, which which version of him are we going to see? Because otherwise, I don't like their playmakers at all. Pittman, Pierce, Perryman, McKenzie, Minshew, Star Richardson. I Gosh, guess will be in there. Yeah, they're, they're, Woods. They there. 
Yeah, down. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Let me. I, you know what? I didn't. I didn't anticipate doing this, but it's time for the first acapella song. No pro football team wants to hear at this point on the oh. calendar. I'm sorry, Tennessee Titans. You're the first one. Up. Wow. No playoffs for you. No oh, kidding. No chance of making those. You, you got a bunch roster. of teams that have. Terrible. Wait a minute. Hold on. All right. Why is this song not about the Cardinals who are expected to win three well, and we'll a half games? The, the Titans are expected to win seven and a half we'll games. We'll get to the Cardinals. I'm just showing you who ain't making the playoffs. It's a hard game to play. All right. Let's make our list again yeah, this year. You, you made it a lot harder than it Kappa is. Kappa consequences, most misses. On the no playoffs okay. for you list, what's the list going to be? How deep you. does it have to go? What did we do last year? Spaghetti Ooh. and it's hard to get this. It's hard to get legitimately to like uh, six. Well, when you you're starting with a tough one there. Uh, by the way, I, I have to um, I have to figure it out because uh, I'm I already owe Harry a cap of consequence for this stupid LSU Florida uh, college baseball championship I lost. So I have to eat a, a gator. That he has gator under his arm, like fried alligator oh, under his oh, armpit oh, no, no, for the whole day, and then I have to eat no, it. No. Um, oh, he Jesus. thinks it's worse for him, but I don't know. I'm the one who has to eat it. So yeah, I know, right? Have it you ever had fried worse. alligator before? Yeah, yeah, I um, think so. They yeah, have some. Uh, I'd rather eat fried alligator than fried hairy. If I had to choose, <laughs> I guess it's the same. I think I'm having the same. It's summer. It can't be too cool. Uh, I do like this time of year, though, because it's when NFL players get um, extra mouthy. And I think it's not really their fault. They're asked the same questions over and over. So Tyreek Hill vows to get 2,000 yards, which would be the record. And um, whatever. I'm sure he'll be close. He'll be on pace after four weeks or something. And then they'll fall apart or whatever. A lot has to do with that quarterback, obviously. But uh, so Dak comes out there and uh, and Joe Namath style says he's not going to have 10 interceptions this year, which I don't know <laughs> if he if he ends up with 20 or 25. Does he like, I told you I wouldn't have 10, but I don't like it in general. I actually think he's going to have a good year. Uh, the parlay kid and I have big high hopes for Dak who's not really the turnover machine that you think he is because you look back, it's just the last year and a half have been rough. I think he can get back to form, but don't start blaming the wide receivers without blaming them. He's like, well, I had a lot of drops that end up being interceptions. How many times did we see Tom Brady, you know, like, well, he had two interceptions, but he could have had five or six with an overzealous linebacker just drops one right in the basket. So don't do that, Dak. And I love it. Check. Fortunately, I root for a pro football team whose uh, longtime quarterback never was one to point fingers. Never. Yeah. Listen, no, <laughs> this is what they all do. Like Aaron Rodgers, dare I say Peyton, maybe sometimes made a gesture like, no, you were supposed to go this way, not that way. All that kind of stuff. Brady, everybody does this. Dax, Dax allowed. I did love your quip about uh, like, I'm not going to throw 10. I'm going to throw 25. I, I, yeah. I do think. Here's the here's the pessimism that I'll I'll throw your way. Zeke fell off. So then they couldn't grind 21 anymore to force the defense to stop him and allow Dak to get off. Now they are mm. all the way in, a hundred percent in. There is no dabbling with like, yeah, we got to give Zeke his touches and all that. It's Dak's team a hundred percent on offense. Didn't work out last year. Gonna- the coach is saying they're going to run the ball all the time, which is a dumb thing to say. Mike McCarthy's <laughs> like, we're going to run a lot more this year. Well, first of all, why would you say that? What do you give it? Uh, that, that can't, he can't be that stupid to, to come out and say that. And for that, to I love that. I think Dak said Dak's one of those guys who set the bar very high for himself because of his rookie season. And he's been chasing that 
to some degree sure. ever mm-hmm. since. We think he's really good and based on where he was drafted and all that, but we're pretty we're we're pretty far away from that Aaron Rodgers miracle throw roll into his left that set up the field goal that beat Dak uh. and company, you know, at the gun there um way back when in the playoffs. I just feel like Dak, as a lot of people have said, it, he is who he is now. We understand what he is. Is that good enough to go to the Super Bowl? Color me skeptical. Oh, yeah. We're always, look, we're as good as we've gotten, I think. Uh, maybe maybe not as good as we've gotten the last two years and the <laughs> foolish losses against the 49ers, but we're not that team that should go to the Super Bowl. 2021, 37 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, 4,400 yards. That's it's good. good. What, right? what, That's what the strength of the team is. Good. I'm sorry. I think he's good. I yeah. just don't think he's. I don't think he is the reason that you go and win the Super Bowl, which he kind of has to be. I in think this we all had him top eight. Then we all have him top eight last I week. I didn't. I, I. Yes, you did. I specifically made you go did through I? our top eight. I thought I said I eight, eight out of eight of our top ten. I think. I think they have a chance to dominate because of the defense. I think uh, dominate. No, they have a chance to be good because that defense could be high end. But I don't think it's the, I don't think Dak is the reason that they become a force in the NFC this year. I do think he throws way less interceptions this year though. Coming up. He he had had some bad luck last year. I would take 10. If he plays 17 games, he throws 10 interceptions. I'll take that. Um, by the way, Hench opened up on the uh, Edelman Hall of Fame argument again, Check on minus three last week. Uh, actually, he didn't. It was on Twitter, right? Yes. You didn't even, did you even discuss it on minus three? No, it no. came out of nowhere on Twitter, I think. Elon's really yeah. got to do something to clean this app up. What kind of conversations are we having online now? Golly. Exactly. You don't, know, you don't like exactly. that conversation? I mean, Listen, if there's a clutch Hall of Fame, he's in. But it's very simple for me. He never fell in the top 10 for receivers in any year he played. That's it. It can't all be week 21. You can't talk about, well, he was top two or, or three at his position for seven or eight years. No, he wasn't top 10 any of his years. Come on. I agree. Listen, I mostly agree with you. Of course, though, I am in the camp that supports Lynn Swan being in the Hall of Fame. And the reason he's in the Hall of Fame is because they give out the one trophy at the end of the year for being the best team. And he contributed mightily to not one Lombardi, but to four Lombardis over six years. So of course you honor that. We tie ourselves into the knots about who can stick around the longest, which is valuable in a collision sport, but also winning is more important. And so you honor those guys. And so by that logic alone, and I completely hear you about his production in regular seasons, Julian Edelman's and all that, but, it is weird. 90% of his career, he didn't excel. He wasn't I in the top you. 10. I, I, like, I, I, I would I, not, no, I, I I'm not going to get crazy. Yeah, that's, why they have, that's why they have MVPs. That's why they have MVPs. And he's Jewish and my mother's Jew. I should love him. And I <laughs> kind of like the personality, but come on. We're really, we're, 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 there should be 20 receivers. Our guy, yeah, him. I agree. This but is but what our guy, do. Mike Breen, who makes all those, who makes so many great Photoshops for us uh, yeah. uh, online. Bang free of charge just because he's a delightful sort. Yeah. He got vexed with me. He's like, Oh, Stanley Morgan's better than Lynn Swan. It's like, well, Lynn Swan did it in the Super Bowl, man. I can't help it that Stanley Morgan didn't do it. I mean, I, that mm. that's the history of football. What resonates more performances in title games and Super Bowls or doing it in October? The answer is obvious with that, but with Edelman, it is weird that the Patriots have all those Lombardis. It's a very 21st century thing in the age of free agency and everything like for all their Lombardis, who's going to the Super Bowl? Seymour, Brady, Belichick, 
Ty Law's in, Vinatieri's going to go, the and then that's fame. it. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's it. They, they like, it's funny because if you Rob Gronkowski Rob, will likely be in the NFL Hall of Fame too, and Gronk. Okay, yeah. but that's not a very deep list compared to the Cowboys and the Steelers and the Packers and the Niners teams that we'll dominated. Start taking before. some of the Steelers out, make some we, room. We're <laughs> out the garbage. Elsie Greenwood, and then that's got to be it. That, then that's it. Why do uh, why do championships, Martin, matter more to the Hall of Fame argument with football and basketball and and not baseball? Right, like you look at. Gwynn and Bonds and Griffey and Ted Williams and Ty Cobb, not, no championships, but their greatness is undeniable. Chris Paul, it's like, eh, I don't know, until he wins a championship, I don't care about the numbers. Dan Marino, why is it like that for, for baseball? Why does baseball get a pass with that? I, honestly, I don't know. I don't really know. Like, I, like I question it all the time. <laughs> like, if people, like, people yell at me when I say I'd like to see Shoei Otani in the playoffs do it. Like people are like, what are you talking yeah. about? Look at him, he's Babe Ruth Jr. And I'm like, I'm sorry, bro. I, I just would, you know, sometimes the games matter a little bit more down the line. But th- this somehow feels like to me this Julian Edelman Hall of Fame thing somehow feels like the 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 play out from the devaluing of running backs because like how in the world are we in a place in the conversation where the idea that Julian Edelman as an NFL Hall of Famer is like legitimately considered by people who do this for a living. Like, uh, like he yeah. was a great postseason performer, sure. But like, until your point, why does it matter about the hall? Like championships for the Hall of Fame guys is because. Where's Robert Ory? Where's all the outrage with well, Robert Ory not being in the Hall of Fame? Well, I'll generally, why, because Sal, Jew, Jew, Jews run football. Well, Jews run football. That's why. You, you expect <laughs> that. Like you, you, you just expect that the players who are consistently winning in the postseason and successful in the postseason also had great regular seasons, right? That's how they got to the right. postseason. But if you didn't have mm-hmm. a great regular, that's why the championships matter because we're talking about how. Generally, across the board, you had a great regular season and a great postseason. So how did it end up? like? But like a guy like Julian Edelman, who had, by the markings, never a great regular season, doesn't qualify mm-hmm. to have great postseasons in the same way. But he wasn't a blame bum. Tom Brady. But he wasn't a bum. Bla- no, but blame Brady then. Brady should have got him the ball more in the regular season for uh for that to stand out just a little bit, a tiny Two things. bit. One the doesn't season mean the basketball's right that Bob Ory's not in the Hall of Fame. He was in big spots and came mm-hmm. through repeatedly. And Julian Edelman, nah. you know, Rod Woodson is the first guy who said this to me, and I, I and I've heard other people say it since. Is like, did, was he was he top two at his position at any point? for even a single season. Hmm. Okay. That's a fair, that's a fair yardstick to apply to a hall of famer. Um, but hmm. then also the other one I've heard, uh, is, uh, is can you tell the story of pro football without this guy? It's hard to pin down, but hmm. I'll tell you this Edelman won an MVP in the super bowl, right? That's fine. There you go. That's okay, what he gets. He got a that's, super bowl what he, MVP, that's, that's his reward. Got the game winning touchdown pass against the Seahawks uh-huh. in, in, in the final moments to win that game. And then made the catch that made the comeback uh, complete mm-hmm. against the Falcons. Those are three major moments in late stages of the biggest game. I mean, that's Great. Pretty very good. clutch, very clutch for this uh, couple of Sunday, very few Sundays in the, in the 2010s or whatever. We'll get you in the spaghetti, ring I'll of tell honor. you what, I, you know what? The, 
I like this uh, great catch thing. I want us to, uh, we're going to campaign for David Tyree to be ah, in the Hall of Fame. Ah, stinker. Do that? Let's do it. Oh, no, I see that highlight a lot. I see it a lot. It must have been important. Um, what else do we, but check just in general, baseball, you never say Griffey, they'd never say Ken Griffey doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame. Right? Ted well, Williams, because in forget Indi- it. The yeah, but in India, you know yeah. that. An individual in baseball doesn't impact the outcome as much if you're surrounded by bummery the way, let's say, Ernie Banks was. You know, it's it's easier to split out an individual's But why? There's versus, 11 guys. There's nine guys yeah, on the five field. There's guys more in football. Five guys on the basketball floor, obviously. Well, football's got 11 on each side. So why would why does Barry Sanders have to take heat for not make, winning a Super Bowl? You know? It's the same as baseball, I think. I hear you. I, don't know. I think nature of the know. position. Obviously, the, there, there's maybe in the – like it's a different thing. The big thing that uh, is being floated around in the 21st century that is right and proves my point that running back isn't mm-hmm. that important. Quarterback is by far the most important position. And then go through what positions – what what uh, difference-making position groups are consistently in the playoffs you know, or in deep in the – or playing in the Super Bowls. It's the great offensive lines. It's the teams that can heat you up with sure. a pass rusher. Running back is not a factor, and neither really in the 21st century is wide receiver. But go back into the 70s, Tony Dorsett and Franco Harris, and those guys Walter were playing Payton. in Super Bowls because they had more <laughs> to do with the outcome of games than do their modern. But Walter Payton's the greatest running back of all time, and he didn't get he there. He got there. Except for I don't know, the one. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, didn't get a touchdown that game. Didn't get a touchdown the Emmett Super Bowl. Smith? I don't know what how you could Emmett? put Walter Payton. Sure. The Niners uh, are the blame Rodgers because they diminished the the value of running backs. They're the ones. I, I still think it's Le'Veon Bell. Um, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers on hard knocks. Uh, Jets are on hard knocks. It's official. He says they forced it down our throat and we have to deal with it. And I just feel like we're about to talk about Aaron Rodgers more this year than ever before, Martin. I just Somehow, don't know. Yeah. I think it's coming. I think like 78% of our discussions will be Aaron Rodgers during the football season. Well, you already know, you know, Aaron Rodgers, you know, he he feels strongly about the things that are mandated, right? So, you know, obviously mandating yeah, of true. hard knocks is something that he, of course, is going to turn his nose up or refuse his, his shot or whatever, you know. He's definitely going to reject that idea. But it's just like, I don't, I don't understand stand fundamentally why you are so anti like this whole thing is a tv show and some people understand it and some people don't Mm. and i don't understand what aaron Rodgers doesn't get about the fact that like you just watch netflix you think the kardashians want to be filmed 24 7 no (laughs) they want their privacy right but i just don't understand like what do you think like you have the right to not be recorded at this. And it's like, I like, why do you feel like you have, look, I get that people don't want, look, Eddie and Eddie wrote Bill, Bill Belichick doesn't want hard knocks equals everybody laughs. I don't get it at all for anybody. Why would you not? Why would it, why would it be anti? Or why would you not want, look what it did for the Lions. The only reason why oh, I, I think, think the over unders, everybody's knocks, over. Yeah. The hard knock success rate is uh, is a real thing in the last decade or so. I, like, a, I think seven out of ten teams have gone over their win projection. So, so the only that, thing, the yeah, only that thing that can really it, burn you is it. if you're like Hugh Jackson and you come out looking like a jerk because they got just hidden cameras yeah. on you while you're actually in the office. 
But if that's going to happen, you'll be fired in a year and a half anyway. So if you're Robert Sala and you're acting like that, you may as well get on TV and maybe make some great television. Maybe, just maybe you can well, but maybe if you're an a analyst jerk. job down the line. I don't know. If you're Aaron Rodgers and you're a jerk, you 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 worry about coming off looking like a jerk. But here's the bottom line, Shaq. Um, it's not going to be the same show. Like, I don't think the cameras are going to have as much access. I think these are the Jets talking, not even Aaron Rodgers. They said it's not humane to show players getting cut. <laughs> All of a sudden, the Jets are worried about what's humane. Uh, Geno Smith, Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, McCown, Darnold, Wilson. Fans have to pay top dollar to see that slop over the last decade. But now they're worried about what you made. <laughs> humane. I love it. What, you took the words out of my yeah. mouth. It's also inhumane to treat your fans the way you have for the last yeah. uh, half century exactly. uh, Jets organization. <laughs> Listen, yeah. first of all, are they going to blur the faces of the guys who are getting cut? <laughs> what, what are we even in for? I, here? I, I, and, and let's be honest. We love that moment, obviously, as viewers. I feel bad for the guys, but it's uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. And that's why we enjoy it. Yes, Martin is right. This is this is my one of my favorite things is like people want to treat celebrity it, like it's a la carte. You know, uh, Daniel Day-Lewis is the best with that. Like, I'm, I'm just in it for the craft. I don't want all the mm -hmm. interviews and all like the appearances and everything else. Like, did it change about halfway through your career? <laughs> you knew what you were getting into right. that. That's it, man. Sorry, Aaron. That did. Are you surprised yeah. that people pay attention? Aaron wants all the control, as he showed in Green Bay repeatedly. He wanted to dictate mm -hmm. what the offense was going to be. He wanted to dictate who the players were around him. He's a player. He's not an owner on the team. He's not in the executive wing. He is the star player. And yet he thought he was in control of the whole thing. And then when he thought, hmm, I'm not being I'm not being allowed to control things to my pleasure. I want out. Now he's vexed about that. Too bad, Aaron. You're the star. Yeah. You're a weirdo who goes in on purpose, talks into microphones and says weird stuff and you get attention for it. And so that makes you an intriguing figure to follow around for a month with cameras. And now he doesn't want that. And I really do. Right. You know, this guy has said some weird conspiracy stuff. Let's say let's have him say the same stuff in New York City. I was thinking this. I was thinking the same thing. Up Dave. in northern Wisconsin, shooting your mouth off with conspiracy theories. Go ahead and say that in New York City. See how We're that goes say. over. Is he on strike? Did he join the SAG strike now? He doesn't want to be on TV. <laughs> this is uh, interesting. I don't know. Well, anyway, Sheck, I think uh, you know you raising your voice to Aaron Rodgers on a podcast he's not going to hear is inhumane. <laughs> Take it all back. Take it all back. I'm giving you a chance. All right. Uh, we'll be back with our plays of the day. Uh, let's take a quick break. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. 
And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Play of the day for Tuesday, Shaq. My goodness, your Pirates. Um, two and eight off a loss over their last 10. They've dropped four in a row. They lost 11 nothing yesterday, and they're a pick them against the Guardians. The red-hot Guardians, Ahmed Rosario, Josh Naylor. I think they keep their hot streaks alive. I know you got your all-star throwing, Mitch Keller. I feel like the Pirates are going away and going away for good and taking the Guardians minus 110, only a game and a half back uh, in first of the AL Central. Who do you like, Shaq? Well, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. I was asking you about, like, you know, sitting at the 21 table, you don't chase, like, wow, I've lost Mm -hmm. five in a row. It's got to change at some point. I kind of think, specific to Major League Baseball, the ace pitcher, Mitch Keller, has been pretty good throughout the season. There was a little bump in the road there maybe three, four weeks ago. Kind of like the Buccos, but I'd be loco to advocate for them, given the way they've played for the last six weeks now at least. I'm instead looking at the pitching matchup in Charm City. I'm going to go with the home team, the Baltimore Orioles, over the Dodgers because they have the same record. To Spaghetti's point way back when we started, like the Orioles and Dodgers have a same, they, they have the same record, although they feel like they're in very different places in the standings. Um, right. I like the pitching matchup. Michael Grove is the Dodger starter. Wells has been a nice starter pretty much throughout um, the 2023 season. Give me the Orioles and I'm going to lay the run and a half here. So it gets juiced up to plus plus one fifty-eight. All right. Uh, Martin got to go baseball. I think there's WNBA today. Yeah. I'm what going else? baseball. I'm, to, I'm going to an AL central banger of a game. I know everybody's can't wait to see the tigers and the Royals <laughs> tonight. Uh, yeah. I'm taking under eight and a half there. Uh, school ball has been good since he came back and the Tigers can't hit lefties. Uh, they're 23rd and then neither can Kansas City. Detroit's 23rd against lefties. Kansas City's 26th against lefties. And the school ball has been pitching really well since he came back. So uh, we're looking at like a 3-2 game here. All right. Uh, so there you go. Play of the day. Do that all on Caesars. Get on the Caesars app. Make some money. Um, Alcaraz over Jokovic real quick and Wimbledon. The torch, I feel, is past check. I went nuts. I project 25 and a half majors for this kid. He's 19. I don't think in three years when Jokovic is done, he'll have any competition. And people are like, well, there's some always someone always comes along. Well, well, who was the last Jokovic? It was Jokovic, right? It was like uh, 14 years ago. So um, 
I feel like he's in Mahomes territory. You can't call him the best yet. Maybe in a decade you can, but he's the most exciting this sport uh, has to offer for sure. Did you get to see that uh, finals match? I did. It was enjoyable. I like how we always swoon when they're like 20 years old. You know, like he's only 20. Can you believe it's like 19? Yeah, but, they, yeah. but but all the men's tennis players are super young when they win. And then when they're like 24, they're like, he's getting long. I know, but, but yeah. there was no Nadal. There's no Federer. Oh, that's, larger that's, point. What, that's the, yeah. I, you know what? Yeah. I think this is, uh, th- this is a, a nice new thing for, for Sal, who usually is the don't pass better. You're betting optimistically here. I like that. I think that's uh, that's nice yeah. for you. Twenty five and a half, though. That's a yeah. that's a huge number. Two majors a year for you the next decade, and then he'll be I at like twenty two. He'll be at twenty two. Yeah, I got to push back a little yeah. bit. Sal, who bets Mahomes for MVP every year, it's not always right. negative. It's just obvious. I think you know what I'm saying. I think that's, that's what right. Sal likes that's to true. bet on. But yeah, a little variety. Dave, there, I'm yeah. disappointed. I'm disappointed that, that that you went on your whole thing about this tennis match. Well, first of all, you don't need to pitch clock tennis. Goodness gracious, that thing took forever. But uniformity, <laughs> how are both competitors wearing the same clothes? How am I supposed to tell who's who unless they do? Like, I mean, what are we doing? I, I can't get, <laughs> I can't white, get a red and a white. white. I can't Spaniards. get a black and a white. I got to wear the same white. I mean, white up and down. I mean, what are we talking about? Come on. That Dave. is true, Shaq. Should That's they change corner. it? Should they change it? They, well, remember, there was a, that was a big deal. Like 20, you guys weren't there. You and Spaghetti and those guys, well, you weren't alive. But when Agassi was playing, it was a big deal that it was like, oh, he, he likes to wear his colorful fluorescence. I mean, he can't do it. And yeah. when, it was a big scandal. They used to play. How about this, Martin? They used to play until what, 25 years ago? The ball at Wimbledon was white too. So they've actually progressed. Wow. They've gotten oh, more right. modern, yeah, more yeah, technicolor yeah. over uh, the last. Babyface, jump in here. What happened? You take it issue with something? It's funny that Martin brings this up because I had a question for Dave watching this match, but for the uniform of the people in the stands, mm. they're wearing yeah. full on suits like they're going to a royal yeah. wedding. No, this is a sporting event. Relax. Oh, everyone is wearing triple uh, buttoned up suits and vests. Well, what about the ball boy? But the, uh, she, uh, you know, one guy looks like a butler. The <laughs> other looks like a housekeeper. They're 40 pounds overweight and they're where they, they're stone faced the whole time. I don't even know what they do. They call the ball out or in. They're not the ball boys or ball girls. Ball right. Bird. Just yes, those people right. that stand to the side once in a while, they get hit in the nuts with a, with an ace. But, uh, but yeah, then they're buttoned up too. Yeah, you may have to but change the players the whole thing. now. Like they don't even have to wear collared shirts. I like. I you know what? I'm an old square. I like Australian <laughs> rules. I became aware like in the last year or so. Remember Australian rules was always on ESPN when it first came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was one of the few things they had the rights to. Do you the know first that things, the yeah. judge or whatever they call him, the referee who stands there and does that thing mm-hmm. like the go the good goal like does the double barrel uh, shooters right. or whatever. Yep. Used to wear like a white hat and a white blazer. Now they dress like they're yeah. going to the gym themselves. I don't care for it. I like a day. I like the pictures way back when of ball games when uh, when the guys were there in their shirt sleeves and their hats and their and uh, and their black ties. I, I you know what? I want to go to a ball game like that. I almost made my two boys mm-hmm. dress that way with me when I took them to getaway day and uh, let them uh, skip school a little bit. I just got too mm. lazy. I like how that looks. I like people. I like a day you know, when people used to dress up, wear suit and tie to go fly on an airplane. People used to do that. Martin, maybe the players should wear uh, like tuxedos, although they would still look alike, <laughs> right? I think, I don't know. I think I'm not sure. The 
really for me, honestly, the only people that I need wearing shirt and tie are basketball coaches. Like of of the uh-huh. of the generation, I know we can go back and you look at the Don Draper days where you had to go wear a shirt and tie to yeah. go pick up a, a carton of milk, right? And I, I, I'm mm-hmm. glad we have fallen away from that. However, basketball coaches, especially in college, put on a coat, put on a tie, and put on a shirt. Mm-hmm. You're making millions of dollars. You're the one in charge. Like, 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 I need that. That's what I need. I need what about Tom Landry? That's what I want to bring back. No, Mark Zuckerberg and all this. of them have ruined this. If yes. you were like a making super big time money, you need to dress up, okay? And wear uncomfortable shoes because there's got to be at least some level of, of, of equality in this world. You got to wear a shirt. Well, and tie. as ridiculous as it was that managers had to wear the team's uniform, and I laughed at that and I thought it was stupid. Now, when they come out with just hoodies, I'm like, oh, I, I don't like that. I don't know. Alachek is, 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 yeah, no. is, is this the manager's brother or what is he's this? He's just a symptom. He's a, he's a symptom of the line. Yeah. He's taking it to the extreme and we're worse for it. Look at Landry. I didn't yeah. like anything about those Cowboys, but there he was in a, in a smart fedora and Beautiful. a tie. A That's gentleman it. treating yep. the game with some respect. Mm-hmm. I love it. Exactly. All right, listen, we got to get out of here. Sheck minus three. Check it out. It's you and Henge coming up uh, tomorrow. But in the meantime, it's you and Scott Pianowski and Eddie Spaghetti. You go over the top players ranked according to how they were drafted. Again, I, I love the I didn't love Brodor over Seaver. He I didn't just, win. You talk about telling being, the story. I knew you'd be happy. Tom Seaver well, won. won. You, you picked him. You picked him to win. For sure. Yeah, I, mean, I don't so, like Marty Brodeur, no, but he was yeah. a better goalie than Tom Seaver was starting pitcher. Well, listen, I think hockey got a little bit of a, I mean, I mean, you have to say Lemieux for yeah, number I do. one. I don't want to spoil it, but I mean, that's, it's just false. Spaghetti, whoa, you put whoa, up whoa, a whoa, fight whoa, on whoa, that. Whoa, whoa. I just want no your one answer. has to agree with you and Lemieux getting fall. I mean, there's a uh, Kareem and LeBron Kareem. and Peyton. You know what? I go Peyton Manning. Kareem is I go Peyton Manning. The first overall You could be a homer. I, I want to get renewed. You could be a homer. That's Listen, fine. Listen, let me tell uh, you something. I'm going Peyton Manning. Are you Manning. correct? Yes. <laughs> yeah. well, see, now that's a good reason to take Peyton. But yeah, I yes. think Peyton's a fine okay. choice. But just very quickly. <laughs> Thank you. This thing that Spaghetti and his, his friend, apparently, Pianowski, both going with Kareem, Kareem, uh, among first overall draft picks in the NBA, Magic and LeBron are ahead of Kareem, right? So how could Kareem uh, be I, I think it's close. I think it's very close for a first round pick. I, I don't know. Spaghetti, I, I just like to Lemieux, like what your reasoning check was, oh, it just meant so much to the city. It has nothing crap to do with the meant so much to the city. He's That's what you said. That's what you said. He said words to 1A in his sport, in history. All That's right. it. Oh, That's no, all. So all right. He's just remembering the time that he was at, you know, the bar and he walked in at, at two o'clock in the morning oh, and they all I don't remember that drinks at all. out of, uh, you know, yeah, his pop. I don't remember that. God damn right. All. I remember. All right, listen, we'll hear about more <laughs> of that on Thursday. Special reminder to everyone out there. You may feel like underdogs, but please, please remember you're all my favorites.